We are back on the Huled Show across Michigan Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. He tells me Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist, insider. When it comes to Lions in the NFL, he's standing by on the roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Timmy? Good, huge. How are you? I'm doing good. What? When did you, after the NFC Championship gut-wrenching loss, what was that? Did you fly back with the team? Did you fly on your own, the locker room? When things settled down, people had left the stadium. What, what was that vibe like? Yeah, you know, I was actually flying from the um, on that trip, um, but certainly the locker room afterward, and you could see it on Dan Campbell's face at, at the press conference immediately after the game was devastation, right? I mean, you let one slip through your hands. You had a terrific opportunity to, to be the big story this week, um, you know, and, and just all three phases kind of went south in the second half. They've been so good all year of avoiding that, right? If one unit was playing very well, another one picked them up, and just for that 30 minutes, uh, they couldn't get out of their own way. And so it was heartbreaking. Um, you could kind of still sense it, you know, the, the next day in the locker room as guys were cleaning out their locker. But, you know, as Brad Holmes said this week, it, he didn't view this as a one-off or a Cinderella. Uh, they built this thing to, to be sustainable. And you look at the core they have, you look at the pieces they have coming back. You've got all the coordinators coming back. I think this is certainly something they believe in Allen Park they can run back next year. Yeah, and the thing I took from Holmes and his comments uh, yesterday, Tim, is that I heard the frustration. And I, I don't think anybody thought that was a one and done and, oh, my God, we're never going back there and they're not built uh, to win. I think Brad, like a lot of people inside the Lions organization, outside of it, uh, longtime fans, even like myself, where you're just – it's nine days in now. It's a tough one uh, to let go of. Uh, I look at the positives, you know, Ben Johnson staying, Glenn staying. I, I look at the youth. I've never seen an NFL team have this much youth contributing that deep into the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I didn't buy that anybody thought it was a Cinderella story or a one-off. I thought Holmes, like everybody, uh, just frustrated. And it's one of those things where it's going to take some time uh, if it ever does get out of our system and – it's an off season where unfinished business like Ben Johnson staying, uh, that that can be a theme right along with grit, unfinished business and drive this team during this off season. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and I think the, one of the real pop and, and I was reminded by this the other day when the team on, uh, on, on Twitter released a photo of the, of the guys at the pro bowl. And I looked at that and, and I thought, wow, the veteran in that picture is a third year player, you know, Sewell and St. Brown. And, you know, you had Gibbs in there, you had Laporta in there, you know, I was, you know, Penny Sewell and Frank Rag now isn't there and, right. and Hutch. Yeah. Hutch. And then, you know, Goff and, and Reese Maven and right now weren't even there, you know, and, that to me is you, you just got a lot of really young talent and guys like Gibbs and guys like the Porter are going to be even better next year. And, and just with Brad's history of, of, you know, getting young talent in the draft and then adding some kind of key free agents. I, I just think they're going to reload. And, and I think they're going to be one of the teams to be in the NFC again next year. And I think that's got to be the really encouraging part through obviously the disappointment of, of what happened a week ago. Yeah, the encouraging sign is it's not like they're 10 players away. I think most uh, who have followed the Lions, media and fans, would say 
some depth on the defensive line, uh, an edge rusher opposite Hutch to take away some of the double teams and schemes against him, uh, a shutdown corner, and some depth on the offensive line. A lot of questions out there. They didn't stay healthy all year. I thought Fraley and what the Lions were able to do through all those injuries is one of the great untold stories of this season. So you're you're looking at players either through free agency, which you'll get to that in early March, the draft in Detroit uh, at the end of April, which will be special. Uh, it, it's not a long list for the Lions to reload. No, not at all. And and I think the big one there is you mentioned on defense, you know, finding that corner, um, you know, finding another edge finding maybe an, another guy to, to place inside and next next to Lee McNeil, um, and you're off and running. You know, you looked at the talent disparity a little bit, offense versus defense, and I think Brad Holmes saw that too, and I think it's going to be his focus. You know, to you know, you mentioned the interior offensive line, and that's an important one to remember, and I think, you know, you got to remember Jonah Jackson and uh, Graham Glasgow, both free agents. So that's something, you know, he talked about this week of continuing to reload. He's not going to overlook that. Maybe somewhere high in the in the twenties in the draft. It's usually where you get great value with an interior guys, so they could go that route. But certainly, he's going to add to this defense. I think you know this offense is explosive, top five in league in rushing, top five in league in passing. You can't really ask much more. Um, and, and I think he knows the focus is going to be on defense. They're really stopping the run, but but against the pass, they got to get better. And I think that's going to be the focus with an edge rusher to help Aiden and, and another cornerback. Will they get a deal done with golf before free agency begins? I would expect one. You know, all indications, you know, are that way. Um, you know, especially from you know Campbell's side and and um, Holmes' side, and, and just the value that they know golf brings. He's still only 29 years old. He's coming off a Pro Bowl season. Um, I think that gets done at some point. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be cool if they could get it done here during Super Bowl week. It'd be a really nice deflection off of. Uh, what uh, the Lions fans are going through. And, and then you have Sewell, who at the end of the season was as good as any offensive lineman in pro football. St. Brown uh, deserves to get paid. Could there be a surprise name who was a contributor for the Lions this past season that won't be there when they kick off the season this fall? Oh, that'll be an interesting, uh, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson. I think they've got to make a decision there. You know, obviously what was, you know, slated to play a big role, got hurt early. And then that allowed a Fatu Malafano to kind of step in and, and emerge as a player. You know, he was able to stay healthy. You look at Kirby Joseph at safety too, you know, again, another season with, with, with four picks played really good football. And you got Brian Branch, who is going to be your nickel. So kind of, you know, where does C.J. Gardner-Johnson fit into that mix? He's a, he's a really good player, really talented guy, um, a playmaker. But, you know, at the end of the season, they were rotating three safeties. And do they want to continue to do that with what they might have to pay him? I think that maybe is, is one that, that could surprise people. Branch is so good, man. I know he played less than 50% of the snaps, and a lot of that was based on schemes on the Niners offensive side, but that, that dude's just a playmaker, man. I think he's, he's, I call him little Ronnie lot right now. He's so good against a run on getting in there quick. Uh, he's a big hitter playmaker uh, can cover. Uh, I, I just love branch. He, you start thinking about branch and Laporta and Gibbs and Gibbs to me was the best rookie running back uh, in the NFL. You look at Jamo's maturation again, another story. A lot of people haven't talked about, how far that guy came in season this year. 
for the Lions. Yeah, and I wrote about that this this week actually on DetroitLions.com. If, if somebody wants to check that out, I, I talked to a couple guys, Jared Goff and, and Khalif Raymond, who talked about all the work that JMO did, you know, behind the scenes that not not a lot of people saw. And look, Khalif Raymond is one of the hardest workers on this team, and in that room right there was St. Brown, and for him to talk about. Um, you know the, the the way that JMO put his head down and went to work. I, I would uh, I would suggest people go read that one because it was pretty interesting and it might open your eyes a little bit on JMO. Tim Twenty Man DetroitLions.com, Lions Insider. You can read that JMO story and more in season, out of season, off season, getting ready for the combine, the draft, well, free agency before uh, the draft uh, in Detroit. What do you think this uh, draft means? Uh, off this great season, Lions getting to the NFC Championship game, even blowing that 24-7 halftime lead. It, it's kind of a great way to cap off this past year and also launch the 2024 season. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement. Um, and, and I expect it to be you know, a great atmosphere downtown. It doesn't get a lot of credit for for the downtown that it has. I think it's one of the best around, and uh, they're going to be able to showcase it. They've got some terrific events. I know there's going to be some concerts attached to it, and a whole bunch of stuff. So it'll be a fun time, and and yeah, it'll be an opportunity for Detroit to get to show off, and for Detroit fans um, to show out too. And if you know if this year's any indication, the way they um, filled Ford Field, the way they traveled on the road. Uh, you know, the NFL should expect a, a, a great turnout and a fun atmosphere for the weekend. Yeah, speaking of uh, turnout, this is my prediction, Tim. If the Niners win on Sunday, which I think they will, I believe the NFL kickoff game will be revenge slash rematch Lions at the Niners to start the season. Ooh, that could be a fun one. That could be a fun one. I don't know if they'd want to do that to Detroit two years in a row. I know it was really successful, but to ask Detroit to go on the road against the Super Bowl champion two years in a row, that's a that's a tough card to deal a team. But it certainly would be would be a fun one. And you always want to catch a team early than you do late. So yeah, that, that could be a that could be an interesting one. one. Well, uh, look at the Lions TV ratings. Uh, they were a part of the best TV ratings the league has seen in decades in their primetime appearances and, and the off season. So they announce a schedule. They could leak that game the week of the draft in Detroit, which is again, I'm looking at storylines. Then they leak. That will be the season opener and think about what May, June, July, and August will be like for the lions nation, knowing that they're kicking off the season again, against the defending Super Bowl champs and a team they led 24-7. My Lord, that is four months of pure (laughs) PR gold, Timmy. That is, and then don't forget, too, I think this year they announced yesterday, I think it was, that the Eagles are going to play in Brazil, and that game's going to be on Friday. So I think there's a Thursday-Friday to kick off the, year, the the season this year with the Friday game being the Eagles in Brazil, so yeah, it'll it'll be a it'll be a fun first weekend for sure. Yeah, last time the Eagles were in Brazil, uh, Don Henley put on a great show. He was awesome in <laughs> Sao Paulo. Uh, Tim Twenty Man, you're aging, you're, you're aging yourself a little. Thank bit. You, I don't care anymore. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get over the twenty four seven halftime lead. Tim, I'm on my American <laughs> Airlines app. I'm planning. I would have been out. In Vegas for a complete week, I had a setup for to be on someone's box for the game, doing my show. Six shows would have been all this week and the Monday after. Oh my God! 
Um, hey, I hear you. I'm right there too. It would have been fun, but you know, sometimes you uh, th- th- there's a path and a journey to get where you want to go, and this just so happens to be Detroit. Not a lot of times you see a team go from nine wins to you know 14 and and you know the Super Bowl. You know, sometimes you have to have a tough loss. You have to have some adversity along the way to to, to teach you how to get over the hump, and you got to hope that that's the lesson Detroit learned this year, and they're much better for it. Hashtag on. Unfinished business. There you go. There you go. There you go. Grit. I, I appreciate grit. I had a great run. The new hashtag unfinished business. Timmy, uh, enjoy whatever downtime you get, maybe an hour or two during the offseason. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. That's about right, too. All right. Thank you, my man. There's Tim 20, man. Detroit Lions. Columnist insider when it comes to Lions in the NFL joining us on the roast Umber Coffee guest line. Here on the huge show across Michigan.